0: Love Talk
1: Radio. Good afternoon. This is Michael Vandervoer, and it is Wednesday, uh, January 12th, and we are, yeah, Wednesday, no, Tuesday, sorry, bad days. Every day is a blurs day now. It's Tuesday, January 12th. And I'm doing a show on my own. Robin, my co-host is is off doing real work, and our guest today is Patrick Brant. Patrick is the president of Shift Smart, and the co-founder of Get Shift Done. Patrick, welcome to uh, welcome to Drive Through HR. How are you doing today?
0: Thanks, Michael. I'm doing great. Uh, it feels like deja vu where I'm just in my home office, <laughs> and like I've been every day. It seems like for the last ten months.
1: Yeah. I I, You know, that Blur's Day, I I think I stole that from somebody, but there's some terminology, at least in my brain, that Blur's Day is any day because you never know what day it is anymore during the week. And then there's also this thing that I suffer from called masknesia. Which is where I always leave my mask in my car and have to make a return trip to recover it before I go in the store, right? So, I don't know how many other new words I'll coin before this is done, but anyway, um, Patrick, um, I, we're gonna we're gonna talk to you about your your company ShiftSmart and then some uh, an effort that you're doing called Get Shift Done. We have about thirty minutes today, so to get to get us started. Why don't you uh, tell us about yourself, and and then about Shift Smart and then as we move on, we'll get into get Shift done later on. Sure, thanks, Michael. So, just really quickly, you know, my name's Patrick
0: Brandt. I've been in Dallas for I think 25 years. Or I came to uh, Dallas via SMU. I've been a software uh, founder, entrepreneur, CEO for the last 20 some odd years, and. You know, currently I'm the president of ShiftSmart. I joined in 2016. It was founded by uh, Akash Kumar, who had left Google to start the company and, you know, really create a, you know, enterprise labor network or a labor marketplace for the you know, the purposes of, you know, helping workers find more opportunities, more wage, and, and you know, be able to move between different companies, um, you know, for shift-type work.
1: Yeah, and... and um... So you guys are, um, I guess, a, a labor management. You, you, you provide. I don't know if it's an app or a website. I guess, but so you're a labor management company. What, what does that mean? And tell me a little bit more about that. Sure. So the the
0: answer to your question is: Is it an app or is it a a website? It's it's really both, but but it's more mobile based for the worker. So what what differentiates Shift Smart just kind of out of the gate, uh, you know, for, for your information is that, you know, we're very much worker centric and instead of most software in particular focused on the labor market is sold to companies of which they manage their own workforce. Well, this is really much more of a, a two-sided marketplace where a worker can go online, set up their profile, their preferences, input their credentials, and then they get the opportunity to work with their existing employer or search for other types of shift work and what makes that you know valuable to them is it it obviously increases the opportunity for flexibility which is a huge yeah. desire you know Uber you know really created this you know concept that I can work when I want to work and and that right. allows people that are you know uh, students or you know, um, working moms or, you know, people that have multiple jobs to, you know, really stack shifts across multiple employers. Now, the benefit just on the other side to the employers is they get to, you know, A, they can use their own workforce to do a better job dynamic, you know, managing that that workforce. They can go into the broader, you know, labor pool to staff, you know, shifts that aren't able to fill themselves. And they get to see the reliability scores as well as, you know, the ratings of those workers or, you know, even the credentials to just make a better match for, you know, one side of the marketplace, which is the worker to the shift itself.
1: Nice. Um, Curiosity, do you cater to a specific industry or business vertical or are you kind of agnostic that way and have customers in different areas? Yeah, so
0: interestingly that you're asking the question today and in, you know, 2021 post-pandemic, you know, first off, you know, we are a horizontal platform. The intent was is to, you know, be, you know, we call it the Amazon of shift labor. I mean, that's really what our, our you know, overall mission is to do. Now, when the company was started and the route that we were, you know, heading pre-pandemic was very heavy in retail and hospitality. Obviously, mm-hmm. pandemic comes along and, you know, that, um, you know, massively uh, changes their trajectory of this business because, as you know, you know, at this point, retail and hospitality took a major nosedive in the pandemic. Well, for us, uh, you know, being a horizontal platform, we were able to pivot a lot of those workers and push them way more toward things like, you know, virtual call center, doing things for the U.S. Census or political polling, and so you know, we have expanded our reach a lot, you know, during this pandemic. So I'm
1: I, I'm not sure that, I guess I'm a little, not confused, but I, so let, let me try to ask a question to, to tell you what I'm trying to figure out in my own head. So like I, in the past, I, I had some contact with um, a, a labor management tool that a lot of restaurants use um, that I believe is called Hot Schedules. I don't know if they've changed their name or not. And they sort of interfaced between the say I'm just going to pick Applebee's just because I that's the first name that came to mind. They interfaced between the Apple Applebee's employees and the 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 management team to set up schedules and make shift trades and that kind of stuff. It sounds like you guys are a little bit different. So but I I I guess I'm not sure who your user is with what I've heard in terms Is it more gig economy work or is it actually people who have multiple jobs?
0: Yeah, so so first off, we're very familiar with hot schedules. It's the, probably the predominant scheduling platform in the restaurant space
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: but but it is a it is a uh, very much a one-sided the employer is using it to create a schedule for their workers but what Mm -hmm. ends up happening is you know there's a lot of turnover there's a lot of you know want to uh, swap shifts or they no show because they're working multiple jobs so I'll give you some specific examples of how we're used so I'll use one that's, you know, Dallas-based. We were working with a company that does a lot of the event staffing for uh, Cowboys games. So whether Mm -hmm. you call parking attendants, you know, valets. So they have a pool of 400 workers. And for each game, you know, the company needed 80 workers. And so what they would do is post a shift for this, you know, to their pool of workers and those workers would get these shifts and get the opportunity to accept or reject the shift so just in a matter of they could go online in 30 minutes what used to take them a lot of time calling and texting and mm-hmm. trying to schedule they could just push it out if you're the worker that's that's registered or badged to be a valet or parker then you would just see this pop up on your your phone as an sms or or an app notification and you could decide, I'm going to accept that shift or you know I'm going to reject the shift. Then what would happen is it's time for game day, You know, a couple people get sick or whatever. As soon as that happens, the company can immediately open that shift back up, send it back out to their pool of workers, and hopefully get somebody to do what we call a last-minute shift out of their existing pool of workers. Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. event that they couldn't fill that with their existing workers, then they might you know, put that to a broader pool of, you know, workers in the you know Dallas Fort Worth area that might be able to, you know, sign up for, um, you know, those th- that shift if their you know badge are qualified mm-hmm. and they'd have to go through training. So that's a that's an okay. example. I could give you a ton of examples, but that's one example.
1: No, I, I that that helps clarify it. I, I you know, and I, I was anyway. It doesn't I, it doesn't matter. That that was just di- digression. So. um, so let's talk about. It sounds like you guys needed to make a bit of a pivot between 2020 and 2021. Um, it, how, how has how has that pandemic, you know, with your as you said earlier, some of your hospitality clients, um, you know, really not being very strong in their business needs right now. I remember seeing some statistics where a union that represents hospitality workers in hotels had their 98% of their workforce was laid off at the you know a couple months into this. The pandemic, which is just mind-boggling. So, so how did you guys respond to that, and what kind of problems did you face?
0: Yeah, so so no doubt that we saw this in our workforce, um, you know, in our client base, you know, just like you know you would imagine. Um, we'll certainly touch on Get Shift done later and how we, you know. Uh, you know leverage some of the the workers that were you know displaced and were able to redeploy them into you know the hunger relief uh, sector but but let me let me address your question specifically here on you know what we did so the first thing that happened a lot of people you know, laid off, and you know we we did work with you know companies like Hyatt and Airbnb and you know people in in the you know with the hospitality sector and so yeah that that changed well. But there's also we had a large pool of workers, and suddenly things like physical call centers were, you know, problematic. So mm-hmm. we were able to take a lot of workers and and train them very quickly, and deploy them in virtual call centers to do really two main things that we did in 2020. Were um, a lot of stuff for for you know the government uh, entities like the SBA that was you know launching the PPP program. Or, you know, the U.S. census that we needed to reach people because, you know, you couldn't, you know, go door to door as much anymore. And we did a lot of, you know, the the political polling. So, a lot of those workers that had been working in those types of uh, industries were redeployed. Now, fast forward to 2021, we're doing things like uh, safety inspections and audits in some of these hotels and in some of these, you know, restaurants where, you know, we're going in making sure, or our, I say we, our workers are, are you know, signing up for uh, an audit or inspection to go in and just do a, a checklist of are they complying to CDC guidelines, you know, or the, you know, local county guidelines. And some of that's being, you know, the, the companies themselves are the ones paying us to do that to just, you know, make sure that, you know, they're they're in compliance. So, you know, A, we were able to take a lot of these workers and, and, and quickly, um, you know, get them trained and ready to be deployed in things like virtual call centers. But also, we were able to take some of our inspectors that were working on, how do I upgrade, you know, from a, uh, a regular Airbnb property to an Airbnb, you know, plus property. So that inspector now may be going and doing, you know, a hotel um, COVID-19 safety audit. So that's a lot of the stuff that we've been doing during this time period
1: interesting how how did your how how about like the the need to reskill or train some cuz it's not like everybody's just a plug and play uh, job holder right you can't say okay you work you're you clean rooms in a hotel and now i need you to go work in a call center and it just happens overnight how did you and your clients reskill those folks
0: yeah so uh, very good question um so at the at, at just kind of the base level of shift smart Think about that when you create your profile and you have your certifications, qualifications, and experience. There are certain types of qualifications that are transferable. So if I'm a, you know, a commercial driver, if I'm a, you know, uh, nurse that was working, you know, we had skilled nursing facilities in <laughs> California that obviously got shut down. So in some of those cases, you can and easily say, okay, yes, I might need to be more qualified for this brand, but I've got the underlying credentials and qualifications and, you know, rating and reliability score. So I can, I can be redeployed somewhere else. Now, a lot of times in the example that you just gave, like, let's say the, the, you know, the call center, you know, our team is really, really good at identifying profiles that work, you know, in you know, a new project or, or new opportunity and then working with our the companies to put them on a training uh, program that quickly get them, you know, certified to, you know, perform the call center. You know, uh, perform the you know the political polling. You know, do the safety audits. So it is an important part of you know the the value we provide to both the workers and the companies that we serve.
1: Gotcha. Um, let me let me just do a quick reset. We're about halfway done. Um, this is Michael, and we're we're doing a show today with Patrick Brandt who works with at Shift Shift Smart and we're gonna talk about a a sort of a benevolent effort or a a charity effort that he did earlier or soon. Um, I got a couple other questions before we go there though. So about 15 minutes left if you just jumped on the line, um, Patrick Brandt from Shift Smart. Um, Patrick, at the beginning, and I think it lines up with the last question as well. You know, the pandemic came, everybody had to really pivot and adapt rapidly. Um, I work for an employer in the grocery industry, and you know we saw massive business overnight because there was no else, nowhere else to get food, right? So we hired, I don't know, 30,000 people in one month or something like that, and it was it was crazy. Uh, all other businesses had, you know, I, I live near Disney World, so Disney shut down, so it was like some were on fire and others were completely dead. Um, and imagine your client said that's in kind of up and down. So what what are you guys seeing now in terms of where we're at? I mean, it hasn't, the pandemic isn't over. We have a glimmer of hope, but it seems like some, like it seems like some states have leveled out at least, you know, in where people are working and that kind of thing. So what are you guys seeing going forward for the economy in general? And, you you know, from your own business perspective? You know, it's, um, so first off,
0: I feel like we're in some ways still very much, in the middle of it and there are certain sectors that just seem like they're going to take years to, to recover. Uh, yeah. Obviously a lot of the mom and pop restaurants and, you know, things like movie theaters um, you know, we were, as I mentioned earlier, we were doing some work in skilled nursing and senior living and, and I don't want, they're not going anywhere, but just the way that, you know, they operate is, is certainly going to change. So mm-hmm. I think there's still some industries that are going to take a while, tourism and hospitality and restaurant and and even retail. So I think on one hand, you've kind of got that. On the other hand, there's a lot of things that, you know, we, and I, and I, I give credit to, you know, my partner, Akash Kumar on this is, you know, really saw in the future is like what work is going to look like. And it's, you know, there's going to be a lot more people that are, you know, they're micro entrepreneurs where they're taking, you know, charge of their own career. You know, they value flexibility as much as they value money. They want to be able to upskill, you know, they want to be able to be, you know, a little bit more nomadic. And some of that's brought on by, you know, policy. Some of it's brought on by, you know, generational changes. And so I think the pandemic really accelerated a lot of that. So, you know, in 2020 for us, just to give you context, We started the year with roughly 90,000 workers on our our platform. It took us four years to get to that. In the year 2020, we surpassed 400,000 workers. So we added over 320,000 workers just in 2020. And those people are people that want to really take, you know, more advantage of, you know, multiple opportunities and and flexibility. And so that's, I think, what we're going to see going forward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Um, It, it does seem like, you know, the, the, our company uh, obviously in, in retail stores, grocery, people have to go in and work. They have to be there. Our, you know, some of our backroom stuff in the corporate office and that we, we wound up having probably 80, 85% of our people working from home for a period of time. And now it's, it's back, uh, you know, back up to about 50% or so. But um, I think it pushed my, my employer into looking at doing that kind of work where they probably wouldn't have without the pandemic as a as a driver of need, and so it, you know it'll have some shifts and changes in our our, our culture, and I guess um, it, to just kind of wrap up with Shift Smart since we have about 10, 11 minutes left, um, was it just kind of summarize like the how two two questions one is how does the how does the app improve life that, that or offer a better worker experience. And then how does hiring through a labor force app help companies' business? You've mentioned some already, but just kind of wrap that up for us, if you would. Sure. Yeah.
0: If you don't mind, I'm going to take it in reverse order
1: because okay. this, uh, as it relates to
0: the worker, it's it's probably more mission-centric for us, um, and I'd, I'd I'd like to close with that. So for the company, the key advantage for us, especially right now, is the ability to flex up and flex down your workforce, as well as improve your uh, hit rate on, you know, publishing a schedule or publishing a shift and getting someone to accept it and complete the shift. So what we see a lot of right now is people, you know, companies that don't want to hire to their peak capacity but want to be able to flex up and flex down. So that's the primary value, and we see that in. Yeah, you know, anything from call centers to staffing, you know, doing event staffing, you know, inside of you know um, things like these skilled nursing facilities, you know, um, warehouses. We're starting to do a lot more in the warehouse, like think of distribution for e-commerce. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we have several you know online retail spots, and and they've got peaks and valleys, and that's what what we do a, a really good job of. So the so the first part for them is there's transparency of the worker that they're getting. They're not having to spend extra money on staffing companies and the ability to flex up and flex down. So those are kind of the three for the the company. For the workers, I mean, you know, the reality is historically, you know, labor started out really much following a military model. Then there, you know, became, you know, labor unions, and then it, you know, really is, you know, corporate culture. And really the individual hasn't had that opportunity to you know, I guess, manage or be their own, like, CEO of of Me, Inc. is is, Mm -hmm. kind of the way we like to talk about it. So, it is, you know, flexibility. Uh, You know, I want to be, I want to, you know, stay at home with my kids, but I want to pick up shifts in the evening or the weekend. I want to go to school. I want to work multiple jobs. I want to upskill my career. So, what we're really trying to do is give people this opportunity to manage their career across multiple employers and get more flexibility, more dollars per hour, and, and more hours if they want it. And, and, and we think that's really at the end of where all this
1: is going. Gotcha. Makes makes a lot of sense. Um, so uh, about eight minutes. Um, let's shift over to get shift done. Uh, I want to make sure I pronounce that middle word appropriately. We're, uh, we're, we're not necessarily safe for work, but we're also not R-rated on our podcast. Um, it's actually clever. Um, so, so I mentioned earlier what I had heard about the the Unite Here union in the news, which is that they they, they had ninety eight percent of their members all over the country on layoff for a certain period of time. I think some of that has come back now, and it's not as dire. But certainly a, a big part of your customer base, hos, hospitality industry, you mentioned Hyatt and others. Um, well, people just were they were just done, and there was no there was no need or and there's still it's really difficult to see when the need. I mean, it's I, I think it's up. Because I've traveled recently and it, things look like a little busier, but it, the, a lot of those folks still aren't back to work. So you, so you guys at your company started, I guess, sort of a—it's not a charity, but you start you started a support organization to help out that population of of your uh, of your business um, called Get Shift Done. So tell tell us what that is about and kind of how you got started and where where you're at right now. Sure, it's funny because it's hard to believe that was ten months ago,
0: but. You know, uh, March, March 13th, uh, we'll often remember Friday, March 13th, you know, state of emergency. And, you know, we were seeing lots of our restaurant um, and hospitality clients had already laid off and are already doing, you know, furloughs. And, you know, that was, you know, certainly problematic. And as I mentioned to you before, you know, ShiftSmart's always been, you know, worker-centric or, you know, our mission is about, uh, you know, for the worker. And, you know, we saw that, and then at the same time, my, one of my outside board members and investors and very good friend, Anurag Jain, who was chairman of North Texas Food Bank, he and I were having a conversation, and I was like, you know, whoa, the business is, is seeing uh, lots of companies lay off their a meeting at the food bank, and our volunteers um, are getting nervous to come because of COVID, and, and, and food insecurity is going up. And so, you know, we decided over that weekend that we would create this initiative called Get Shift Done that would take these out-of-work hospitality workers and assign them these volunteer shifts. But we would pay them a, you know, living wage um, to go and perform those shifts so that they could keep, you know, food on the table and then, you know, avoid the food insecure line themselves. Well, we started at North Texas Food Bank. We raised some money locally from, you know, some of the you know people that you know we all know in Dallas. A very generous community, and we thought this was literally going to be you know a 10 to 12 week effort, which seems so naive at this point. And we were going to just do it in you know North Texas.
1: Well, you know,
0: lo and behold, lo and behold, you know, the pandemic you know goes longer. Other you know organizations in North Texas wanted to participate, you know. The, the community here is amazing. And in terms of funding, we had a great partner in communities foundation of Texas and, and we just decided to continue it. And then we started getting notoriety outside of Texas. And the next thing, you know, you know, we're expanding in other cities. And, and, you know, today, you know, when you do a reflection on 2020, we've, we've been in 12 regions across the country, over 27,000 workers signed up on the app. We served 110 nonprofit organizations and and uh provided 60 over 60 million meals um and raised approximately 15 million dollars privately you know across the network to to do all this and you know again we thought it was going to be a 10 to 12 week effort in our backyard and uh you know it became something much bigger and it's and you know it's still going and so uh it's something we're very proud of and proud to be part of
1: yeah it i mean it really is um I, I'm a firm believer that uh, if any any business or any company that does this kind of work and gives back in the community, you know, is is right in is is has their heart in the right place. That's that's not strong enough to say what I mean, but it it's uh, it, it it differentiates you from. Daniel, uh, coincidentally, I have I have done a couple of days over the years at that North Texas Feed Bank. Most recently, a couple years ago, working in their frozen food room as we took in donations from local grocers in the Dallas area. Um, I was going to conference that was run by a group called People Report um, that that is based in Dallas, Black Box Intelligence, if you know them. And um, they they always had a half day at one of their user conferences where you went off and did some charity work. So it was it was super fun to do it. It you know it didn't kill you. You had a lot of people, but it, it you knew it made a difference for them for even that one day. So kudos for what you did, what you guys have done. I think that's fantastic. Listen, we're down to like three minutes. Um, so last couple questions. Number one is where where does where does shift smart and get shift done. Where are they going from here? And then we'll wrap up with where people can find you.
0: Yes. Yeah. So as it relates to Get Shift Done, I'll address that first where it goes from here. So the thing that I'm humbled by and why it worked was the collaboration because, you know, it wasn't our day job. You know, we, yes, we were able to use our the Shift Smart platform, uh, but, you know, we we had the support of, you know, and and there's not a lot of notoriety about the people that, you know, that were supported, you know, Mark Cuban has been a big supporter, Ross Perot Jr has been a big supporter, Lyda Hill has been a big supporter and, 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 you know, just that leadership really kind of started the ball rolling. And the next thing, you know, when we went into these other cities, we couldn't get on a plane and travel there. So somebody locally had to be the anchor and pull us there. And it might've been a United way chapter or like in in Washington D.C., it was the Washington Nationals, you know. So, you know, Shift done kind of have became its own, you know, uh, momentum entity, and it, and it continues to go. So as what happens going forward, we're just launching in Minneapolis um, in this month. Which here we are ten months later, and they you know they're still in need. We're still going in Washington D.C. That's committed through the year. We're still going in Houston. So it's still out there. And if people want to bring it to, you know, their region, then we're certainly, you know, willing and open, Um, you know, there's still need it's 10 months in and, 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 you know, hunger relief is needed more than ever. And there are still a lot of people that don't have jobs. So, you know, I, I don't mean to get so passionate about it, but I just never thought we'd still be sitting here 10 months later and you know have such a need for both you know um, hunger relief and you know basic income. Sorry, go ahead. As it relates to shifts, yeah, I was just gonna say, as it relates to Shift Smart, you know, um, you know the company continues to grow. You know, i, I you know, we have a, an incredible team. You know, our client base is expanding as the economy's opening up. Things are just they're gonna be different. Less people are creating physical. You know, call centers. Yes, there's safety audits. There's going to be more, you know, labor sharing, you know, than ever before, and that's you know, with you know your own company as well as with you know multiple companies. Um, so we we think that you know really workers that want to you know, take control of their own you know career, as I said, you know this this kind of micro entrepreneur me Inc. Um, I I think that it's just going to continue to expand. And we've already seen the growth. Uh, it's just been tremendous for us. Um, and so, I, you know, I'm very proud to be company with, you company know, that's had this mission,
1: you know, focused on the
0: worker and, and, you know, their future.
1: I'm going to cut you off right there, Patrick. Tell folks where they can find you. We have about 30 seconds. So if they want to reach you by email or if you have a Twitter account, anything that you feel like sharing in, in that regard if somebody wants to contact you.
0: Yeah, the good news is we're easy. So there's uh, shiftsmart.com and getshiftdone.org. Those are the two easiest ways. Um, okay. You know, I've got a you know LinkedIn and Twitter handle. I'm pretty easy to find, Patrick Brant. and um, you know so just any of those, and, and uh, we're we're very responsive. So feel free to reach right out. But shiftsmart.com right. and getshiftdone.org.
1: Thanks. We're we're right up against the time. The show will run over a little bit. So thanks very much for being on Drive Through HR today, Patrick and Sharon, the sharing the story of Get Shift Done and Shift Smart. And uh keep up the good work. Have a great week. Okay. Thanks very much, Michael, for hosting me and thanks for You're telling our Bye, story. Patrick. Really Take care. All right, you got Bye-bye. it. Take care. Bye.